ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Peter Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering Well, Ted, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not like we have brand new equipment here. <laughs> is it still under warranty? Two years old? Right? It's all falling apart. It is. Also, like, I, I don't know. I thought the pandemic was enough. Week by week. I just, I mean, how is it? First of all, how is it only Wednesday? Right. <laughs> I, I thought that this morning. I'm like, man, I, I thought, I'm like, did we already record the Megacast? And I'm like, oh, no, it's not even Wednesday yet. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh-huh. I completely forgot. I almost forgot. <laughs> yeah. And then it just seems like we are, again, somehow a world away from where we were last Wednesday. It keeps getting worse. Yeah. How is that possible? I I don't know. We hit the halfway mark. Yeah. And don't forget, in a couple of weeks over in like Maryland and a bunch of East Coast states, you're going to have the 17-year uh, cicadas. So that's basically a plague. Oh, my gosh. Did you get those up in New York? I don't think so. All right. Yeah. I don't I don't ever know. I'm, I mean, dude, it's been so long since I've been there, but in New York on a frequent basis, but I don't recall it. No. All right. Yeah. <laughs> do we even have to do this? I'm I, I, kidding. I, I was like, I don't know. Do we, Steve? I mean, I mean well, let's just get the heart racing, the blood pumping, in the brain functioning. I know. Right now, we we had a little battle on who's not getting sleep more, <laughs> and for why, and it's completely different reasons. Right. Your choices are protest on the street in front of your apartment, or a crying baby, <laughs> or an alarm that goes off because this. Stupid foot apparatus that you have on your baby to tell you whether or not it's breathing doesn't work when she sleeps on her stomach. And we have a new entrance to the fight. Concussion grenades. Yes. All right. Let's, let's get our push-ups in. Here we go. Oh, God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have no idea. <laughs> I thought I had like a, a little bit of a Run the Jewels vibe. All right. And I was excited because they just released their right. record two days early. I saw that today on the uh, on the internet. Yes, it's out now. Yeah. We were going to go see them. Yes. It still makes me reminisce about the time we saw them in a porta potty <laughs> opening for Macklemore. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Macklemore crushed that. Like, yo, yeah. Ted Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Right from the bar that we were sitting at after we bailed on Bumble Bumbershoot, he did. Uh, I know music, real simple. Okay, just listen to each other. Learn what uh, learn what other people are going through or have gone through. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I. I I try to rationale with somebody with an all eyes matter person on social media. Yeah, first mistake. <laughs> it was, dude. I and I even prefaced it by saying, if you are being sincere, I mean, if you're not being a troll, I will, I, I will sincerely explain to you why I feel like this is important. And in a nutshell, I'm like, look, man, if you don't get it. Chances are, I'm guessing you have no black friends. But if you do, maybe even if you don't, find someone on social media and read your black friend's stories of why throughout their life they have dealt with racism. And if you can come back to me and say that we shouldn't care about their lives, then I just don't know what to say. And I even said that. I was like, the conversation ends here. Yeah, it's the truth. And then I mean, he I, accused me of being a virtue signaler and blocked me on and unfollowed me on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, look, I have. I, I have care. I'm glad he did. I have friends from the Northwest who still uh, who still struggle with this, and it's a, like, look, I get it. Like at a certain point, like, I also like some people just didn't grow up with any people of color, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Like, the, you know what I mean? That's where your parents raised you. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, like, if you can't figure out why Black Lives Matter and how All Lives Matters is a racist thing to say, like, I, I can't. Exp- I'm tired of explaining it to you. There's right. enough information out there. People have broke it down very simply. You know, whether it's the fire example or uh, like we were talking about when uh, it was I talking about JJ Watt a few years ago when Houston got flooded. Yep. JJ Watt raises all this money for Houston. Now, if I had looked him in the eye and said, ah, "I'm not donating," all cities matter. Yeah. I would be an a hole. Yeah. What about Austin? Yeah. What about Austin? Right. It's like wait, but right now this one's underwater, so it's the same thing. So like, like I kind of just explained it to you lightly, but just like I don't know, read the stories, and it doesn't matter. And some people go down the 
it's not about race. It's about social economic like stuff. Like, nah, it's not that either. Because I have plenty of friends I went to DeMatha with who were more affluent than I were, who had to deal with cops a lot more than I did. Yeah. You know, or I have a buddy that he just posted, you know, he, he said a lot of people in the area I grew up, they can't fathom this stuff, right? Because it is one of the most populated black, like PG County was the blackest county in America when I lived mm-hmm. there. And he's like, you guys don't get it because you're used to being in this environment. He's like, right. I played college in Rhode Island. Like, I saw it there. Well, I even saw one friend posted something I thought was interesting. Like, you know, she's very broken up about everything that's going on. Understandably, some of her friends are like, why don't you just get off social media that if it's bothering you that much? And she said, and that is white privilege right there because that's what we can do is just get off social media and just forget the problem even exists. And I was like, yeah, right. that's a... It's a it's a time for a lot of um, I think self reflection for a lot of people, yeah. And maybe like you said, uh, maybe take a moment instead of just trying to spit whatever catchphrases that you've heard someone else say and just actually listen. And uh, maybe your eyes will be open. And if they're not, I like I said, the conversation ends here. Like you, <laughs> really, I had nothing. I, I had one person he posted on my Instagram. I, I did you know like the the trend yesterday. I'm not typically a trend person, but I saw a few friends. That were like, hey, I would appreciate if my white friends just showed some solidarity and at the minimum, just post that square, the, the yeah. black, the, a black screen. Sure. Like, I mean, when you break it down like that, I'm I just want to support my friends and, yeah. and, and also people who I don't know are being treated wrong, of course. But, you know, when you, when you really think about it on a personal level, so I'm like, sure. Somebody wrote, I just had to post and let you know I'm unfollowing you. And I just wrote back. I'm like, I don't care. Bye. I, I, just, I don't care what the peace sign. You? Yeah. <laughs> Keep scrolling or just unfollow me. And of course he unfollowed and blocked me, which I was like, wow, isn't that a very, to use those catchphrases, a very ish thing to do. Yeah. I mean, right, there's just so many examples. Like, uh, you and your wife ever fight? No, never. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're right. perfect. You fight with no, your yes, wife, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Obviously you love your wife. The jury's out. Depends on what she makes for dinner. Right. I'm kidding. It's almost like you're suggesting we could use the word and. So you could love something and still have a problem with it once in a while. So you can love, you know what I mean? Like you can love your country and call to call these things out that are problems. Yeah. And it doesn't make you un-American. The bottom line is a lot of our history books are written by people who controlled the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Never forget. Also, I have... I, I've, yeah, could you imagine cell phone technology back in the days of whatever historical stories we read about as kids? Yeah. Yeah. And the Confederacy were terrorist losers. <laughs> They were losers who couldn't fathom giving up their slaves and lost and terrorized our country. The worst thing we had seen. So you you wave that flag. You, you've lost me. And you're a moron. Yeah. Man. You are. It's, it's not true. about your pride or nothing else. Because what happened so is right. that after Reconstruction and after they killed President Lincoln, they started rewriting the history. So, you know, I mean, General Grant was an awesome dude, a great president. I just watched a special on him, right? But we don't think of Grant that way. We look back on General Lee with his reverence and this and stuff, right? And we built structures to the, right? Like, no! They tried to destroy our country because they wanted slaves. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, like, dude. you got it. Like, it's like, and I love living in the States. I love America. But you can also say, and we need to be honest about things. Some of the history books are just, they're written wrong. The, the, the honest thing is such a big part of it right now. You need to be honest with yourselves and just realize look, acknowledging that a group of people have been treated poorly for an extended period, forever. Doesn't make you a bad person. It's not like my, like our buddy Ethan HD, we've had on this podcast before. He's like, yeah. it's not a, this isn't a fight between, this isn't a, a, a battle between whites and blacks. This is a battle between blacks and racists. So yeah. if if you're bothered by this battle, what does that make you? <laughs> now, I will also say, on the other hand, uh, now, look, the protests are in my neighborhood. So Yeah, so you're not getting any sleep. No. I'm used to flash grenades. I now know the sound of two police bikes as opposed to a group of six police motorcycles. I know the sound of a uh, small bus full of riot gear as opposed to a SWAT team on an armored vehicle and and helicopters. By the way, I don't know how you military people ever did this in actual military zones. Right. Like the constant choppers overhead and everything, it's alarming. 
Uh, but you know, like even with that, like, here's a couple protesters outside my house because they literally they go up and down my street. Right, because you're in Capitol Hill. I mean, yeah. you're like right in the epicenter of every uh, of a lot of the protesting. Right. So I mean, I I had one kid walk by and I was I was outside and I had a sign up that just said Mike Brown. He's like, "Are you Mike Brown?" I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, no, do you not know who Mike Brown is? And he's like, "No." And I was like, "Well, he was a guy in St. Louis, a kid that got shot by the police." Like, <laughs> like, are you trying to help the movement? Or are you just here to break stuff? Right? Because that's the other, that's the other issue I have too. Is there and, seems to be a chunk of anarchist who just went to infiltrate the Black Lives Matters movement and just destroy stuff. He really asked that. Yes. Okay, remove. <laughs> let's take a pause for a second and remove the actual story. Does he think you're just a random person that had your name oh, on a yeah. sign? Just, I put just put Mike Brown on my apartment. <laughs> like I'm gonna be, and, and, and if you need to find my house in Puyallup, just look for the house that has the sign Steve Miggs on it. Right? I know. I was. Like, I mean, that's just. I mean, I know I'm trying to be silly. But no, no, no. Like, you're right. <laughs> that's stupid. That part's stupid enough as it is. Right? <laughs> then add the historical part to it, and the guy is a straight up idiot. Right? I thought you were Mike Brown. Yeah, it's Mike no. Brown. Nice to meet you. What? What? what the no. I that so then you fast forward like half an hour, and there's a group, and again, just kind of younger, you know, early twenty white kids, and they were like, "Can you believe that one guy asked us if we were down with the cause?" And I want to be like, "Well, are you? Or are you just out here to break windows?" I feel like that's a fair call out of somebody older who understands what the actual protest is about. Because none of the protesters really want to riot. So that's a fair question. And look, people have questioned me, Mm -hmm. right? I'm a 40-year-old white dude. Some people have questioned me in the crowds. And I go, you know, and they're like, all right, all right, cool. You know what you're talking about. Just say you love running the jewels. Yeah. I did get yelled at by a white guy. Why did you get yelled at by a white guy? He didn't like my my scarf. Why didn't he like your scarf? I don't know. He he walked by. Like, like so they walk by. Everybody. What is this now? Like, it's just like the fashion review? I don't know, man. It is, it is insanity. What the F is going on? So, like, I'm standing outside. Here comes the whole protest, right? Everybody's okay. like, I got on my scarf and my rounds. Everybody's throwing up, like, the fist and everything. Uh-huh. All the people, Black Lives Matter people. And then at the end, there's a guy, and he's wearing a hot, like, old school hockey, like, Jason Max mm-hmm. mask mm-hmm. with fake blood on it. Now, I'm wearing it. Or a schmuck, if you're a military person, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "What is that Asian or something?" I go, "The, sh- the schmuck." And he goes, "You don't even know what that is." Like, don't call me a schmuck. <laughs> I was just like, "What? What are you like?" He was like, he called me like a moron or something. I was like, "What?" The guy wearing a Jason mask. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It does nothing for the COVID, which is still going no. on. And also, I'm just like in my mind, I was like, "Does he?" Is he just an anarchist? Is he just maybe somebody infiltrating in with the crowd? Or just I don't know. That just kind of summed up some of the stuff for me. I'm just man. like, gracious. that's the problem, man. It's not like you can pick and choose who's going to be out there protesting. Right. Yeah. I saw a powerful video, and it was just like, they kept showing it on Q13, and I'm like, I don't think anyone's really picking up on this part. Like, they keep showing a group of people just trying to, first of all, poorly attempting to break the window at Old Navy. Like, they're just oh. kicking and trying and kicking and trying. Finally, he breaks. A bunch of people run in there, and you can tell that this is a group of people that are just solely there to get free free stuff. Right. And they're throwing out the jeans, and they're celebrating. And then there's a guy, and he's wearing, uh, if you find it's on Q13 on one of their newscasters' Twitter pages, you can see it. I'm sure if you look. There's a dude, he's rocking, he's got a scarf or mask on, so you can't really see his face all that well, but he's got like a Chicago Blackhawks sweater. All right. Now, I question his... Fan allegiance, but that's neither here nor there. Uh huh. But he's got, he's just looking at everyone and he kind of does that. You're killing me, guys. Like, yeah, what, right? what are you doing? And he's like, you know, on his phone. And then when the jeans come flying out, you can body language see his eyes rolling. Like, he's just like, oh my gosh, come on. Yeah. And it's just like, man, that just told so much in that 30 second clip, like the difference of who is a protester and who is there just to, get free stuff and break things. Yeah, I mean, look at Bellevue on Sunday, right? There was actual peaceful protests, and then there just seemed to be a group of people that just, like, were, like, gonna loot the mall. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I heard, like, the afternoons was, like, super peaceful, and then just as as the night went on, it got more ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Sunday night in the city was super peaceful. Yeah. You know? They were all standing out there, but yeah, the last couple nights... uh, Well, I hope you're doing all right out there, man. Yeah. (laughs) You know me, man. I keep my, you know, I keep my wits about me. Yeah. 
all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just unsettling. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Right. And I know if you're in the military or police force, you're probably like, dude, chill out. It's a few flash grenades. But as a random civilian, it is just unsettling. Dude, getting sprayed <laughs> and having flash grenades go off, that is scary. Yeah. And, and, on, and when you look past the flash grenades, what do you see? Guys in tactical SWAT gear. Yeah, right? I mean, it's a little intimidating, Ted. I don't think that's like something that you you should tell yourself to chill out about. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> effed up. I will say that I do respect the National Guard does not have their weapons on them. They just, <laughs> I mean, they're still in gear, but right. it's like, I think it would be much scarier if they were sitting there with M16. Yeah. Well, I saw somebody posted a video, and they're like, I'm really glad Batman showed up. And it was like, flash grenades were going off, and there's smoke everywhere. I can't remember. I think it might have been Philadelphia. And then coming through the smoke, it's a guy in a giant Batman costume. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This yeah. is such, like, is this, is this Burning Man, or is this a freaking protest? I, I know. And then they show a picture of a guy the day after in, I can't remember where, Minnesota. And he's sweeping up the streets and trying to clean up the area. And he's wearing a Spider-Man outfit. And I'm like, well, there's the difference between the DC universe and the Marvel universe. I don't know. I'm just trying to find some levity in all of this. Man, oh, man. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm not losing sleep because of flash grenades. In Puyallup, we're fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, although there are... Blocking off the targets in the Walmarts right by my house. I was that was kind of weird when I was driving home last night. But there was no flash grenades or or people getting tear gas or anything along those lines. What's keeping me up? Our baby Tatum has decided now that she wants to sleep on her stomach. She's figured out how to roll over. I'm trying to think if I sleep on my stomach much. I'm a side sleeper. Yeah, I'm always. I I always go fetal. Yeah. I'm kind of like that as well. I got the curve going. Yeah. Lulu finds that nook. She works her way right in there. I yeah. feel bad when I fart because that probably scares her. But for the most part, I'm a... <laughs> Sorry. That was on real mature, Ted. I'm talking about baby sleeping right now. Come on. Show some... <laughs> but um, with, with our baby, we now she's in her own room in her crib. And we have like one of those outlet, they call it. It's a company that makes like the surveillance videos. So like I could show right. you like... Oh, and, then you get the little camera? It's great. Like the app is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at any given moment, I don't know if she's taking a nap. Now, no nap. Oh, no. No, but that's what's going on, right? So, in addition to the video camera, it also has this little foot thing. Now, it's, it is what it is. It's like, it's, I call it an expensive peace of mind device because it's not 100% accurate, but what it does is monitors the heart rate of the baby. It's like an EKG, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Right. So, you wrap it on the foot, and it works typically fine. Like if it goes. It, it, but if it gets, gets disconnected from her foot or if she stops breathing, all of a sudden an alarm will go off. For some reason, while she sleeps on her stomach, it must do something the way that her feet are that causes it to think that she is not registering. It's not picking up like the, the infrared. All right. So it doesn't give you a pleasant sound when that happens. And it happens multiple times in a night. And it's like our phones are set up to go off. And then we also have this little like like a little sound box thingy. Does that, it supersede your phone being on silent? I'm not sure. All right. But it, even if it did, the the box, the, the thing that wakes me up is not even my phone. It's the, the little apparatus that the, the outlet is connected to when it's <laughs> charging. And it's the... I'm like, what the... A couple times a night. Wait, what song is that? I don't know. Is it the ice cream song? No, it's Mockingbird, right? Baby's gonna buy you a mo- it's right? Mockingbird. What? Don't sing. That's right. what it is. Like Jesus, that's an alarming song. I hate the song. I hate it. I still hate Happy Birthday. Oh, because your hands? Yeah, I just I feel like I sing it all the time. Right? Because we're still in the middle of the COVID stuff. Let's see. Is it Hush, little baby? Don't, don't you cry. I wish it was this version. Right. This is like how you would put a baby to sleep. This is nice. Like, if this woke me up, I'd feel like, okay, things are good. Like, our version's like a slayer. Baby, don't... Okay, dude, that freaked me out because I thought that was you singing. <laughs> I looked down, and I was like, damn. That's got pipes now. Ted, man, I don't know. I think those flash grenades have done something to your voice. It's the tear gas. It is. It affects your lungs. <laughs> Oh, uh, so that's what's been keeping me awake. Yeah. 
So basically, you just have a couple guys that don't sleep. Yes. I'm ready for all this to be done. I was laughing. I looked at uh, Ron Funches, the comic. Oh, um, yeah. And he posted just something that just said, I just bought some mushrooms. I'd like to know when it's going to be good for me to take them. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. like, that is a very good question. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you couldn't right now because every night something else jumps off. I would be terrified to even think of doing something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What else was I going to tell you? This is crazy. Oh, so Saturday, uh, you know what? I'll leave that story out. I would just say this. Trying to get home to a home in the city when there's a curfew is a challenging feat. When you work past the curfew. No, no, no. We're, oh. It's fine when I'm at work. Okay. Because I could just walk home. But I was visiting somebody, uh, a friend outside the city, and had to get back in. Uh, and as we were in the car, the phone keeps going off. Like, okay, yeah, how does that work? Because I saw everyone posting that they're getting these alerts, but I didn't get anything on my phone. And I'm like, oh, dummy, I'm not in Seattle. But I thought that was really interesting that they're able to gauge where you are. I think it's just about zip codes in your phone. Really? Because I'm at 206. Are you? Dang it, I'm trying to well, see. that's area code, but... I, I was mean, trying to see if I could find one for you to show you what it looks like. I saw pictures on people's in, on social medias, but so they just go off the minute you get back into the city? Yeah, it's like an, well, it's like an Amber Alert. Oh, so on boy. Saturday, the problem was they put in the curfew at 5, mm-hmm. but we didn't get the alerts till like 5.30. Mm-hmm. So then, right, so then I was trying to get off the 90, and there's just state troopers there and flares, like, closed. So then we had to go, like, down through Georgetown and, like... Go up over like Beacon Hill and stuff, but then like most of the streets in my neighborhood had barricades and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, it was just wild. And by the end, the dude's like, "I'll get you there," because like with a mile and a half left to go. And I granted, it's pouring rain. Thank God, thank goodness, it was pouring rain. Yeah, uh, I was like, "Dude, just let me out. Like, I want you to get home." As he lived on the east side, and uh-huh. he, at this point, he's like, "No, nah, man, like I'm getting you home." <laughs> he got Seven me. hours later, yeah, I followed him on Instagram, and I'm like texting him, like, "Did you get home?" And he's like, "I just got home, man." Cracked Did you really? Oh yeah. I mean, Steve, we were in it together. That is amazing. Yeah. And so he was good, though. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the same kind of thing, too. He was that. like, right? He was just like, he was from Iraq. So he was a little more nervous because he was like, man, I'm brown. Like, I don't want to like, get caught up in something. So I was like, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, he dropped me off and must have just somehow got back on the 90 before they took over the highway. I know that you found him on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? You got out? Go, yo. Yo, we were just BSing. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm saying. There was, when the exit was first closed in Georgetown, he's like turning around like, he's like, we should just, we should just go back to the east side. Can you stay at your friend's house? And I was like, I can, but let's give it one more effort. And then once we could do it, then he was like, screw it. I'm in. I'm taking you all away. Oh, that is awesome. Right? So then Five like, stars? Oh, yes. Five stars. Uh, I'm going to say 40% on that tip. Oh, I would too. Yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> so that we just BS it, and he, he was like, "Will you follow me on Instagram?" I was like, "Oh my god, yes." <laughs> that been great if you said no, <laughs> and they gave him four stars. Well, the thing is, too, is like, now, great. I was over in Issaquah, right? Shout uh, out to Stan's Barbecue. They have takeout and takeout, great barbecue and take. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with Mike, who I work with, so it wasn't yeah. like I was breaking the COVID rules or anything else. Right, sure. Uh, but stands in Issaquah, also, if you go in there, they have to go two for one mason jars full of Bud Light. That's brilliant. Right. So we were sitting there, and I, we're like, like Mike, I forget, but we weren't really watching any of the protest stuff. We were just like, let's chill out, have some fun. So anyhow, so by the time we leave Issaquah, like now these alert, before we started talking about the alerts going off, we were just talking about MMA and stuff. So me and the guy were already kind of broing down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when the alerts started, going, especially the second one, like panic. He's like, "What does it say? What does it say?" And I was like, "So," and I'm just trying to like kind of drunk, trying to be cool. So the city's on lockdown, but it's okay. I no, live there. Not we'll- a big deal. It has been crazy, dude. Why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, I definitely want to talk a little bit about how I got to spend some time with you on the weekend. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's right. And trying to think of what else. Oh, got to talk about food. All right, I'm in. All right. So, and then maybe we'll get 10 with the Mega Family. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll talk to Alex. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) When the Mega Cast returns. Ted and Steve are so stupid that they put two quarters in their ears and thought they were listening to 50 Cent. The Megacast will return. 
there may not be any Coachella this year. But there is Couchella. Couchella is just like Coachella, but even better. Yeah, because you don't have to travel there. You can experience it all from your home, on your couch. Last year, Coachella VIP passes were $999. Plus a $150 parking fee. But this year, you can see all the bands for only $999. No parking fee. Yeah, and you don't even have to walk around later saying, where did we park the car? There are other advantages, too. Like not having to watch Hollywood C-listers show up just in time for the headline act. But you can be seen. Yeah, just take a picture of yourself in a ridiculous outfit and post it on Instagram. Don't forget your stupid-looking hat. Couchella, it's just like being there, except you're not there at all. Get your tickets now, or you'll just be home alone. $999 ticket does not include $100 service charge or event password fee. All scheduled acts may cancel. No refunds. Are we really gonna let these two talk again? I the mega cast is back. Yeah, maybe not. Ted, it was uh, really nice to spend time with you on Sunday afternoon. You spoke of uh, Mike. Oh, you, yeah. You, me, and Mike got to spend some quality time together on Sunday. Yeah, on the uh, on the Facebooks, because Mike and I were doing a little happy hour. Dude, it was a lot of fun. I, I uh, Obviously, I do the happy hours. I didn't do it this past weekend. I had too much stuff going on right around the time when we usually do them. Uh, but... Uh, we do the happy hours typically on Saturdays at 4 p.m. And they're really fun because it's kind of cool to be able to connect with the KSW audience yeah. in a very loose, just conversational way on social media, especially with the Facebook Live. But on Sunday, I was just jumping around and all of a sudden I saw you and Mike on there. And I'm like, I always hate clicking on live videos when I don't know. This one was intentional. So I'm saying right. that. But there are times where I'm like, oh, I wonder what the comments are on this video. And I click on it and all of a sudden like, Oh, I see Steve jumped in. Hey, Steve. I'm like, crap, this is still live. It's not old. <laughs> get out. Get out. You know, but like in this one, I was like, I'm intentionally jumping in. I'm like, all right, I'm going to jump in, see what they're talking about. And you guys start talking about cheesecake. I'm like, I'm in. Let's, let's talk. Oh, yes. And so I was on, uh, you guys were doing the Facebook Live, and I'm just like anyone else on Facebook, just commenting on your stuff and geeking out whenever you guys would address me. And then my wife's like, why are they talking about us? I'm like, that's, I'm writing them right now, hon. I'm right because I, I put it on our big screen TV because we could. Oh, no kidding! We have a uh, Google Chrome Chromecast, and you can beam Facebook videos onto your TV. So you you were on the big screen. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was watching a uh, YouTube stuff on my screen last night. Nice. It, I, look, I'm with you, right? Like you get like we do this stuff all the time, but I think it was Taryn and Vicky were doing something on Instagram last week. I clicked on it, and they were like, "Ted's here," and I was like, "Nice." And yeah. it's like, Jesus, man. Like, I see these people all the time. Like, are we attention whores that much that we need to see our name on the screen <laughs> and see who you guys talk about us? So yes. Mike's cheesecake actually turned out pretty good. So you got to eat it. He, yeah, he brought some in on Monday. It didn't look the prettiest. <laughs> well, no, I mean, jeez, man. No, he admitted that himself. Okay. And ironically, the recipe is the official Cheesecake Factory cheesecake one. <laughs> That's awesome. That's why he kept saying it's a recipe from someplace that might know how to do cheesecake. That's funny. Dude, yeah. that might have been my favorite moment in all the protests and riots was the woman who walked out with the display cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, she was just over it. And on Cairo, they go, there's all this commotion outside of the Cheesecake Factory. And I'm not kidding. I wish I had the audio handy right now. I would play it. The, the woman, the reporter literally says, there's a woman with a cheesecake unsure where she got it from. I'm like, where do you think? Could it be the place that's called the Cheesecake Factory, which you literally just mentioned? Like five seconds before you questioned where she got this cheesecake, and she just walked out of the Cheesecake Factory. I'm going to put all my money on the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, Thrill called me out yesterday. He goes, I know you. You would have stolen those Southwestern egg rolls. I was like, uh, yeah. For the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they call theirs Southwestern egg rolls or Chipotle egg rolls. They got like chicken and black bean and corn in them. I would take their bread. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like I'm a chubby dude, like but I can deal with bread. bread hanging out of my house. Like oh. I don't I don't like not like, oh I gotta get bread. Yo, that's my that's I I have a bigger weakness for bread than I do chocolate. See, I'm the opposite, man. Yeah. When it gets you know what my problem is when it gets nighttime, like I'm just like, hmm. It would be lovely if there was some Sour Patch kids around here. Yeah. I could I could go for some Sour Patch kids as well. But for me it's uh like pretzels, any bread. I could just eat like the baguette that you get from Panera, like a hoagie roll, the pumpernickel bread from uh, Cheesecake Factory with that like kind of melted butter. 
I think the biggest one for me is chips. Yeah. I just can't have them in the house. Yeah. Because yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll eat them. Or pizza. And that's what I wanted to talk yeah. to you about. Um, let's yes, talk a pizza pie. A pizza pie. And obviously, a lot of bread on a pizza. And I get very excited. True. All right. That is one bread thing I love. So, I don't know if... Not that I hate bread. <laughs> I'm just trying to make the point here, folks. I have rolls that have been sitting on my counter. All bro. bread matters, man. Oh, Jeez, Ted. It. Come on. Um... <laughs> So I was helping my buddy Cooper. We, uh, he just bought a wrestling ring and so right. helped him out, put it together, which is quite a process uh, if you have never. That can't be easy. No. And it's, dude, I mean, that thing is, it's just, all, he ordered it from Kentucky and it just showed up. So he's like, can you help me? I'm like, absolutely. And then, so we had to put it into a box truck from a drop-off station in Kent. All right. Take it to his place, which is like a SeaTac area, unload it, and then put it together. I didn't get home until like nine ish. Like we started this at like four. But Ooh. so he's like, oh, order some pizza. Just, you know. Yeah, like you're moving. Yeah, it Free really pizza was. Pizza and some beers. Right. So I have not had Domino's pizza in years. All right. I don't, when, do you remember the last time you had Domino's? I could probably look at the app and find out, but okay. it's been like. I used to order it all the time, but I, I consciously stopped. So I bet it's been a year. Okay, so you've recently had it, recent enough to experience Domino's in the new... Oh, in the new Domino's. You're saying you haven't had it since they redid their pizza and everything. It's like Domino's 2.0. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I have, I don't remember. That was the greatest pizza I've had in a long time. I was going to say, I think we used to get the Brooklyn style on hockey trips, but that's been, what, Two or three years since we did that trip. And the Brooklyn style is like that dinner crust. Yeah. Like, I haven't had their legit OG style, like the, the just the, the basic. Yeah. It's so good with the, like, the oregano and the garlic. Have you had that medium deep dish one they have? Or Not pan yet. pizza? I'm about to be, I'm, I'm all on board for Domino's now for life. I also will say it's this. It's so good. I've made this joke a thousand times, but Domino's is ubiquitous wherever you go in the country or the world, from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. First morning I was in London. First car thing that zips by was a dude on a bicycle selling Domino's, right? It's so good. And also, like, I don't know who's ordering the pizzas during curfews and protests, but those Domino dudes and ladies are on their bikes in my neighborhood just dropping off, like, literally, like, and, like, the protesters will let the Domino's guy cut through. It is freaking wild, man. Maybe that's the answer. If you don't want to uh, deal with any issues, just dress up as a Domino's guy. I, dude, look, I swear to God, my neighbor on Sunday... You want to break curfew dressed like a Domino's guy. Right. So on Sunday, they were very peaceful, but they're literally... You've been to my house, so they're coming down yeah. uh, from the east, like marching west, like down Denny. Dude, that had to be so intense for you. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you're... You walk out of your apartment and you're kind of below street level. Right. Like you're half and half. Right. So I'm... I, so you're just seeing all these people marching. Yeah. But <sighs> like at right before they show up... Here comes a Pagliacci driver. And I'm like, no way. And then I don't know if I still have the video, but I'm filming the video. And then you hear me start laughing because you see the Pagliacci guy come to like our place. And I just say to my neighbor, like, that you ordered pizza right now? <laughs> <laughs> so the answer to all of this is just be a pizza delivery guy. I, I'm just telling you, man, like shout out to the Domino's delivery people, because every night, like, Pre-curfew or whatever, like they're just out there on their bikes doing their thing, man. Like Domino's people are working, dude. And the best part was he comes and he comes through the back to bring the pizza. Oh yeah, and just looks and he's like, "Is that like a a ring?" Because <laughs> it's pretty much fully built at that yeah. point. Like we're like yeah, like like WWE wrestling ring. Yeah, what are you guys doing? We're like, well. You're going to have to wrestle us, <laughs> and we're going to take that pizza if we win. What did he say? He's like, oh, good one. <laughs> Knowing full well, you already got our money because we paid via credit card, but, you know. <laughs> so sorry. But you know, I feel like we're doing commercials for Domino's now, but they, also, they also have garlic knots, Steve. I, we didn't have the garlic knots. We had the cheesy bread sticks. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I, dude, I, I ain't going to lie. Like, I'm not... like. There's no, like, I'm not stressed, but, you know, the world is stressful. Yeah, that makes well, you sense. have a baby, there's COVID. Pandemic, pandemic right there. Right. <laughs> but, like, mostly it's, like, the damn, with all the stuff that's going on right now with the protests and stuff, it's just, my heart breaks, you know? I mean, yeah. like, obviously, I think anyone who has a, a, a good heart, you would think, would be breaking for, for what's going on and just the, the, the pain and suffering. And so, food is my comfort for, I'm sure, a lot yeah. of people. yeah. 
I dust it off. And, and when it's delicious, like Domino's Pizza, I ate six slices. Oh, had a boy. Were they larges or mediums? Uh, you get medium deals. They were mediums. All right. So it's like the equivalent. So not like, as big, but like I'm four and a half. Yeah, I'm still impressed. It was good. You know what? This weekend, in the middle of a protest, I'm going to order some Domino's. I'll come over and I'll protest with you. <laughs> My wife's like, what? You're going to Seattle to protest? Well, I'm just kind of going there really to eat some pizza with Ted. It's kind of funny too. Like a lot of people, right? Because where our building is is where a lot of the protests start. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Are, "Is it safe at your work?" I go, "Uh, yeah, eh, that ain't the problem." <laughs> well, it's like, like our bosses like hit me up. He's like, "Do you feel safe going into work?" I'm like, "We work from six to ten a.m. There's not a protester awake at that time. Like, oh. like there of any hours that you don't have to worry about a group of people. I think working. It's the four a.m. show up." 10, 30, 11 o'clock, or on Wednesdays, 1 o'clock even, leaving the workplace, not much to worry about. For you guys, That's that. there's the concern. Yeah, but also for me, it's a little bit easier because I'm just on foot. Right. So I can always cut, other, cut over other streets and everything. It is funny, man. Like, I don't know. Well, we don't need to go back down that path. But let's go back to me hating bread. I was like, God, oh, I could leave bread sitting around forever. That's just because they're rolls. I don't have anything to put on them. Because uh-huh. now you said cheesy bread. I was like, damn. Cheesy I, bread's I, great. I was like, I love cheesy bread. I love garlic knots. I love pizza. I love subs. Yeah. Right. I se- severely like bread. Bread is incredible. And then like, my buddy Cooper is a savage when it comes to what, how he eats his pizza. How's he eating it? All of a sudden, he leaves, goes back into his house to go get the pizza and comes back out. And he's got two slices of pizza mushed together into like... Like a sandwich? Like a sandwich. Or, or curving them. No, like he, he just mushed the two face sides together, so now it's bread on both sides. But it's like um, it's like a sandwich. Huh. I'm not sure how I feel about that, Cooper. See, I respect it, but I also think that you can still accomplish... You can eat more slices... Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's to me, that feels like you're just eating one slice. Plus, I think it's, I all, like, it's I like, one bite, but you're eating two slices. Right. And I like the enjoyment of, like, tasting the cheese first as I bite through. Mm-hmm. Although I do like to, to fold them in half. Well, sure. But but it's different. But that's got to be a proper slice. But dude. he came out, I'm like, man, your guns are blazing. I've had pizzas you boys order. Uh, <laughs> He's eating two at a time. You're putting down six slices. We had three, three pies. All right, all right. That's fair. And I never had it before. I'm a pineapple on pizza kind of guy. I don't know where you stand I, on oh, this. Oh, 100% for okay. it. Good. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to have more stress in my life, man. I mean, you not like pineapples. I got to try and explain that to you. Like, I'm trying to explain why I'm posting things on Instagram to some idiot. Um, it was, I wrote that, and I just wrote, I don't care, and I put the peace sign. And I got, like, over 100 likes on just my comment on that page. And I was like, that's awesome. I love the Rockaholics. It but, is. You know, yeah, I love the Rockaholics, but also, but some people kind of got on us. I like that people, like... They'll call us out on something they don't like, and other people will just correct them. Like we don't even yeah. have to say anything. No, sometimes. it's 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 incredible. Like that's why it's like, like I, maybe five percent where you're just like, oh, just stop listening. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the other ninety five percent are just completely like on board. Like I saw on our KSW page, something was posting someone's being a racist jerk, and you're like, you do realize that there is a member of the the staff that is a black man. Do you not understand why this radio station would probably care a lot about the the, the rights of everybody? Yeah, it's like I mean, duh. But all right, okay. So go ahead. No, go, yeah, no, please. Uh, damn it. I had that thought. Pizza. Oh, do you ever have a certain food you cook when you're really like, we're talking about sometimes you deal with stress with some food. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not a, it's not cooking. It's more, where's the ice cream? Okay. I'm an ice cream. If, if you could tell me you could have one thing to handle your stress. Like when my wife knows I'm stressed out, all of a sudden the ice cream shows up. All right. So here's my weird or one. Chinese food. Ooh, Chinese food. General Tso's. If I'm really, General Tso's chicken is delicious. I'm a sesame chicken guy, but General Tso's is good. Okay, we could agree to agree on that one. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, my favorite thing, and this is so strange, but when I get stressed out, I like to cook bacon. Oh, that's what I was going to say, too. You got to get this one from Domino's. It was pineapple and bacon. Oh, yeah. I've never had that before. Yeah, man. Holy sh... Yeah, awesome. Yes, because it was like almost like candied bacon. Yeah. I don't know if it was candy bacon or it was just the sweetness of the... Pineapple. The pineapple. And pineapple goes with pork all the time. Yes. But I've never had it pineapple and bacon. Because I'm not a fan of Canadian bacon with pineapple. All right. The Hawaii, it's okay. I'm not going to say no to it. But I really think Canadian bacon's overrated. It's just ham. Dude, you ever go to Papa Murphy's? Yeah. 
So Papa Murphy's, you ever had the perfect pizza? So it's half Hawaiian and half pepperoni. No. Oh, my God. That is the perfect pizza. Right? Because for me, it, it satisfies both things. And right. then if you cut it yourself, because it's take and bake, right? Of course. Shout out to Papa Murph's. Uh, I want to use. I want to do a Papa Murphy on the Traeger. I hear smoking them is awesome. Dude, I do commercials for them. I might have a coupon around. Ooh. Yeah. Matt, uh, come on over. <laughs> come over to babysit. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was I going to say? But Papa Murphy's, if you cut that pizza correctly, you can get one slice that's half Hawaiian and half pepperoni. <laughs> That's the taste of heaven right there. Oh, I used to annoy the crap out of a girlfriend because we'd get those. And she's uh-huh. like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't blame you. Right? You have one chance to make that right. Right. Well, well two. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> solid point. Very true. All right, I'm going to put out the tweet. All right, all right. All right. No, uh, placing our bets. Tweet has just been sent out. What do we think? Who's the guy that does the trash? Patrick. Patrick. Yep. So it's got to be Patrick or Alex. All right. I'm feeling Patrick. Might, it might be Patrick today. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his timed out, too. Yeah. Watch Nobody Calls. That'd be even better. Right? Right. Well, people are going back to work. My buddy Craig. People are, yeah. Who called last week. He's back to work. There it Uh-oh. is. All right. Let's see who it is. Hey, it's the Megacast. Hey, it's Patrick. Can you hear me? Oh! Patrick! All right. We, we won g- the bet with ourselves. Yeah, we both bet that you'd be the first to call. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm just sitting here. Unfortunately. Well, we, I just said to Steve, I go, I think Patrick has just timed us out right. So he he's on it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, shoot, it's literally right when I take my lunch. I only have like a handful of stops left, and then I'm almost done for the day. So oh, nice. Works out per- perfect. What are you eating for lunch? Um, well, unfortunately, I was going to go. There's this gas station right there by the Angel of the Winds, and I was just stopping and get like a, one of those pickles in the bag, you know, those hot pickles. Oh, yeah. And it's it, some eggs and uh, some hot pickle eggs. Yeah, it's Wait, like oh, a spicy pickle. you never seen the giant pickles oh, in the bags? I thought like a cooked pickle. Oh, no. 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 These oh, are sorry. Spicy. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, my bad. I, oh, no, Chris. Wait, you're eating pickles and eggs for lunch? <laughs> yeah, and some cheese. So I'm trying to cut down. I'm trying to get my summer bod going on. So I'm trying to like cut down on like carbs. Breaded. Yeah, carbs. Oh, basically. When, when you listen to this cast, I mean, it did like a whole break about bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bread is delicious. I shoot. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, is kind of funny. That is funny, though. Like, I get where you're coming from. But like, I'll take a couple hard boiled eggs, a spicy giant pickle, and some cheese. Oh, yeah. I and mean, a pepperoni stick. You. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Dude, did you see the story of the guy who had a large pickle in his car and he threw it at someone that was working, like, one of those construction zones? And he got, like, arrested for it because he tossed his big pickle and hit one of, like, the flagger guys with oh. it. Like, why would you throw yeah. a pickle at somebody? Dude, Patrick, you know there's a pickle like a club you can join where they send you pickles like like you know like wine clubs. There's like a pickle club. No, there's not. I oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, Patrick. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, I'm just amazed. <laughs> like, because that's the thing. Me and my dad always we always love pickles and sauerkrauts and stuff. And we're trying to. There used to be a really good brand that was around here, but they kind of went out of business. So it's like now you try to find the best one around. Oh yeah, man. Well, right on. Well, yeah, we don't want to. We got a few other calls, but enjoy your pickle. <laughs> enjoy your yeah. egg. We, we love you, Patrick. All right, man. Have a good one. Stay safe, guys. You too. Right, you too. All right. Let's see who we got next. Oh. Oh. I did it again. I hung up on someone. I'm sorry. All right. Don't apologize to me, Steve. <laughs> hey, it's the Megacast. Hola, Cat. Eric. How y'all doing? We're good. How you doing, good, man? Good. Good. Eric, thanks for uh, qualifying. I remember who you are, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, you're a West Virginia person too, right? That's correct. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> I always love, I always feel bad that we don't have a video on our computers, but we can see him and he can't see us. Yeah. I like that you're sporting no the, sport the Under Armour. Yeah. Hopefully the stock will go back up. <laughs> yeah, they've had it. I, I mean, I have not looked at my 401k and I refuse to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Under Armour had a tough, uh, tough, like, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it's just weird. They were on top of the world, and then they spent a lot of money on certain things. Oh. Yeah. And I don't understand how the stock market works all that well, but I don't, there's always, you hear these terms, like, like I don't know, maybe some of the, what do you call it, juke in the numbers? Do you have any stocks? Yeah. Well, I mean, for the same, the same for, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have, like, I'm not, I, I always tell myself, I'm like, I should get involved in stocks, and I'm like, I'm too stupid to know what to do. I tried years ago and just lost a bunch of money. 
you you can get get the like Robinhood app or something on your phone, and you can just like you know throw a couple hundred in and play around. Yeah, that's I have what a buddy I've been that doing. Do- I have a buddy that does huh. that all the time. The Robinhood app, and that's yeah. just an app that just tells you what stocks to get. And you can right, you can like day trade yourself. Yeah. No, I'm not opposed I made, to that. I made about ten percent so far. Nice. On two, yeah, not bad. Yeah, my buddy's all about the uh, medical stocks. Huh. Because, like, you know, like they go through a process if something's going to come out or like a like a pill or something. So those ones are pretty always kind of crazy. Well, that's been stock talk yeah. here on the Mega Cat. Stock talk. Are uh, you stuck at home stock right now? Talk. You stuck at home? Or are you yeah. working? Yeah, thankfully I'm on a break from uh, a radiation training that we're doing on on uh, Microsoft Teams. Uh, buy that stock, <laughs> man! I tell you what, if you watch, if you still watch ESPN, that Microsoft Teams commercial—they finally just changed it. But for two months, it was like the same. And it's like we're running our things on Teams, and it's like an English dude. Yes, I've seen that. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, they just changed it, but it was the same commercial. I could, I get so like sometimes I'll watch like first take or something in my in the morning time in my bed, but it's like I could hear that commercial in my sleep. That's funny. <laughs> well, Eric, my man, uh, uh, stay safe out there. We got a few other calls we're going to try and get to before we wrap things up. Yeah, man, no worries. Take care, All brother. Right, stay, brother. Take care. That's Peace awesome. Up. I love that when we can, when we can see somebody. That's always a good time. Yeah. So Cosmo Trip called a couple times. Should we try just calling them back. Yeah, call him back. All right, let's see if we can do this. Except, great, now we can start chatting. I saw something that was funny the other day that was like, how did Skype drop the ball with a 17-year lead? Right? Is that him calling us? I'm or is that sure. us calling him? I can't, I, I, I'm not sure if we were calling him or that was him calling us. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Yo, this is Cosmo. 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 What's up, Cosmo? Yo, what's up, boys? How you guys doing? Dude, we're doing all right. We talked yeah. a lot about bread on this uh, episode of the Megacast. And you just had stock talk? Yeah, we just did some stock talk. <laughs> What's going on in your world? Oh, man. I'm actually working right now. I, I run a tow truck company. How pissed oh. do some people come at you when they realize that their car has been towed? So we don't, thankfully, we don't do like repos because uh, you take like certain licenses for that. And then, like you said, you deal with a lot of irate people. We just do transport. Like you've heard, I'm sure the commercials for like uh, 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS and stuff like that. We Never. take all the donation vehicles and get them all processed. I don't know what's more would piss me off, though, hearing that damn commercial again or having my car towed. <laughs> right. Dude. And I'll tell you what, that, that tone is stuck in my head forever. But it's brilliant because if, if I ever did have a car I needed to get rid of, I'm calling 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Kids, right? Absolutely, and that, and uh, where you guys are at job, I mean, we would get we'd be the ones to come and get you. Have you, uh, Cosmo? You ever heard the thing about Rolls Royces? How they never break down? Yeah, right. Every car breaks down. Right, but that's the thing. <laughs> they say they don't break down because if yeah. you have one, like they will send a flatbread, flat, flatbread, <laughs> flatbread. Yeah, and like somebody like you will pick it up, and it has to be covered in a tarp because they don't want you to ever see their cars not working. Oh. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do that actually. And there's some people that request that we cover their cars or we use special tire straps. So like there's absolutely no risk of a scratch or anything. You know, when people got those high end cars. They actually do request that they be covered rather than they not be seen or just it's Washington. Like the rain, the weather, they have to keep it covered. What's the coolest car that you had to tow? It doesn't have to be like the most expensive, but there's something about it that made it awesome. Model T, 30s, 40s Model T. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, old guy, real old guy. He was getting, he think he was moving out of his property he lived in forever and got it out of a barn for him and stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But hey, I have a question for you guys, if you don't mind. Yeah. What do you, how do you feel about the whole uh, dragons in the, that um, XFL going down under? We were just talking about my buddies. We were talking about this last night about how we hope he figures it out because we heard rumors that Vince McMahon might buy his own thing back after it went bankrupt, which is weird. Or Disney interested in bringing it back. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm all for it. <laughs> look at this point. I'll watch any damn football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I think the XFL was doing good things. I mean, you know, people were watching it. My cousin in Baltimore, he was the defenders. Mm-hmm. They would go down to D.C. and watch the game. Yeah, a lot of good fan base. St. Louis had the best fan base. I yeah, guess the Battle Hawks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I liked, the, I liked a lot of the rules that they came up with. I love the three ways to score, like extra points. The extra points were good and the kickoffs yeah. were kickoffs good. Were- 
But yeah, the Dragons, I will say this. I saw you guys there too. Yeah, when they went under, uh, for some reason, I've seen more Dragons gear in the last few weeks than I have. Like now it's like cool. Like people oh. in Seattle are like rocking it. Or it's on clearance at like Value Village. Yeah, that could be it too. <laughs> Were you a fan of it? Yeah, I went to the home opener. Actually, I think I saw you, Steve. Oh, that I'm sorry if I didn't say hi. I had a panic attack during the no, home opener. I no, so I heard you talk about that on air and it was it was kinda of funny to me. Not that I was laughing at you, but I could kinda of, kinda of notice you were kinda of like stressed and so I didn't want to come up to you. Oh well yeah, thanks for not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, dude, it was real quick before, before you guys let me go, I got one more question for you. This one's for you, Steve. Okay. I was just listening to the show bits on BJ and Megs and what was the room like when BJ uh, spoiled your baby announcement? Awkward. It was super awkward. I felt it like in my car. It was it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> it was like one of those moments where when he said it, it was like a grenade uh, that it took a few seconds before it really went off in all of our heads. Like we're all like, keep talking. Like, hold on a second, record scratch. Did you just say yeah. that I'm having a kid before I got to say we're because I was trying to wait until after I think pain in the grass. And he busted it out the weekend. Thanks, BJ, because I spent the entire time at Pain in the Grass talking, talking about, about it. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, man. Like, I wasn't really mentally prepared for that. But it was, you know, like I told him, because he did feel bad. And I told a few people on the show, I'm like, honestly, it was way funnier and a better way to reveal the birth of our child than anything I had planned. It was just so, it was so perfect for our show because it's just typical BJ putting his foot in his mouth. <laughs> I'm still pissed. Yeah. They, uh, Dad hasn't I talked to him since. Yeah. I haven't, I don't talk to BJ anymore. I'm pissed. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. I'm just messing uh, around. Well, Cosmo, we got to wrap things up because Ted's got to work and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> um, my man, thank you for listening to the podcast. Oh, yeah. I've been a long-time listener, first-time caller, man. I'll be sure to talk to you guys again. Definitely, All definitely. Right. Yeah, go Dragons. Go right, Dragons. Boys. All right, we're going to wrap things up, Ted. Yeah. That, that, that flew by. Yeah. I like how you said first-time caller. It's like, well, you're defense, Cosmo. We never really had calls till about, what, a month ago? <laughs> I love having this Skype, though. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, it's nice. It's fun just to, like, spend 10 minutes chatting with some people who listen to the cast. Yeah. And finding out what, whether or not Patrick or, or Alex are going to call. I think also we can do, go back to our segment. Uh, should what was it? Should I be mad? Should I be mad? Right, and the answer is yes, yes. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at the Mega Cat. No scenarios. Should I be mad? Yes. yes. And I don't know when you have to stop being mad, but just keep being mad. <laughs> That's always. This has been a blast. Yeah, man. Stay, uh, everybody, stay safe, man. Please, yeah. and stay mad. Yeah, <laughs> everybody will <laughs> eat some bread. <laughs>